I'll go get it. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Digging Deep. I'm Roberta Walker, and I'm here solely today because Michael is with family. He said lots of family somewhere, so you have me today. And that's a good thing because I've had my hands in the dirt for the last couple days. And um, let me tell you, we've had a really awful summer. It was hot. We're in a big drought and we had smoke, smoke from the fires, and it would last for weeks on end. And so it just it just put a kibosh on any kind of planting, any kind of gardening, any type of pruning, weeding just wasn't happening. So. We are blessed here in Sacramento, California, to have perfect weather right now. I think it's in the 60s today, and it's clear, and it's absolutely stunning. Not to mention, a few weeks ago, we had a rain of all rains, which um, really loosened the soil up and made gardening possible again, before you couldn't even get a shovel in. So, what I did for the first time in the history of my life is I didn't do Thanksgiving. My daughter's on the East Coast, and I decided that after working double time for a year and a half, I was just going to garden. And it was wonderful. You know, Thanksgiving's wonderful, but you eat a lot, you watch a lot of TV, you snack until you could burst, and then you have dessert. I did something different this year. I stayed out in the garden and I really got things done. And what I did get done, I got a lot of transplanting done, but I also planted bulbs. And that's what I want to talk about today, bulbs. This is the time right now to get your bulbs in for tulips. Um, Let's see, tulips. I put in freesias today. I'm looking at a guide when to plant bulbs. Oh, let me tell you also... Because I was completely without a plan and without having to uh, cater to anybody's needs, I would wander around the garden. You know, I'd, I'd go into my shed to get one thing. I'd come out and I'd see something else I needed to do. And, and, you know, it was all over the place. But then I went to my, I have an outdoor work table next to my shed and I needed a pot. And lo and behold, what was there? My um, narcissus. I had what I thought were dried narcissus bulbs sitting in a um, in a pot, no soil, and it wasn't a pot that had holes in it. And they were already up. <laughs> they were growing. And so I popped those into the ground. I have other narcissists that are actually blooming right now. And um, it's, it's just lovely. But now is all right to plant them. You'll see them at the nursery. You're going to see narcissus. I'm going to read you what you can plant right now um, for November. Yeah, November and December. Anemones, they're absolutely gorgeous. Amaryllis, you'll see those in the in the uh, store. I'm going to check my garage because I, on YouTube, went through um, watching a whole process on how to make amaryllis bloom again indoors. And um, I got to go hunt it from the garage because I did I did the whole thing. We'll see. Maybe it's already uh, starting to grow in there. But you could pick them up as um, inexpensively as $5 and you could grow them indoors. I saw some absolutely stunning ones, which were $25 a bulb. No, thanks. Not doing that. But um, they are available. Also, um, for November is um, 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 grape hyacinth. 
and cyclamen. But cyclamen you could buy at most of the nurseries. I would, you know, just go that way. Plus they come back, you know, they're they're evergreen. I, I have cyclamen in that, gosh, they've been in the ground for years. And we are in an area where we don't have to dig up our bulbs. When you're in snow, um, in places where after the snow melts and it's very wet, they can rot in the ground. So, um, but that doesn't happen here. So you can plant also um, Dutch hyacinth, Scylla, bluebell, Siberian squill, alpine squill. Haven't seen that around. Um, and if I haven't seen it around, it means it probably doesn't grow in our area. You could put iris in the ground right now. And you can also, gosh, there's so many I don't even know. Okay, there's lily of the valley, desert candles, which are beautiful. Narcissus, like I told you about. Um, not ranunculus. Don't do that now. That's a spring one. Snowdrops go in. Once you have snowdrops, you'll always have snowdrops and a lot of them. Um, a giant onion can go in now, which is also known as allium, which are beautiful, but I've never had luck. I went to the, I went to the um, Hampton Court Flower Show just before COVID hit, and there was a display of allium. And oh my God, every different one in different sizes, different colors, different types we're standing straight up like absolutely stunning queens of flowers. And so I was so inspired um, when I got back, I think it was a couple of years ago, um, that I bought 17 bulbs and put them in and not one flowered. They came up green. I, maybe it was just, I didn't have enough drainage and um, too much water. You know, this is the thing about um, gardening is you really, it's a trial and error, and then you figure it out. So I'll talk about what I did in my own garden um, after I go through this list. Okay, so tulips. Now's the time. If you want tulips in the spring, they go in now. And a friend of mine also said that uh, your sweet pea seeds go in now. That's um, Those aren't bulbs, but they're seeds. But if you do want beautiful ones, uh, the, uh, she swore by um, Thanksgiving being the time. Crocus. Nope, they're going to bloom soon but they are spring flowers um and they are um yeah on this list here it said they're flowering now and flowering in spring but uh, they should have gone in in july and august um lily of the nile nope and star of bethlehem that could go in now so if you go online, you'll find um, a great many guides to the depth of planting bulbs and the distance between them. So years ago, I'm talking years ago, 30 years ago, when I didn't know much about gardening, <laughs> but um, gosh, it was even, yeah, it's like 36 years ago. Anyway, um, I love ranunculus. I absolutely love them. And years ago, they sold them in bulk. And so I bought a bag of them and I went home and diligently planted all of them. But nothing came up. And later when I learned more about gardening, I realized that I planted each and every one upside down. So it's really important to know which side is up. And it's not always uh, clear on the package. The package usually says, Okay, it's going to get, you know, 12 to 18 inches high. You plant it at this depth. But they don't tell you what ends up. And if you're a rookie, if you've never done this before, you know, you might think that the pointed side, side on the bottom is the side up. It is not. You look, bulbs are have already flowered. And when they sell them, they've cut off the stalk and then they dry the bulbs and then they package them and they send them. So look at the top 
where you see a little bit of the stem left, that's going to go upwards. Okay. Um, but each one is a little bit different. So you can always go online and check instead of um, spending money and then being really disappointed that nothing comes up. Anyway, then the same with um, dahlias, which is, uh, is not uh, a time to plant whatsoever. Um, dahlias are March and April, but um, they have big tubery bulbs and you look for the little stem where the plant was and that's going to go upwards. So, um, so now's the time to get your bulbs in and bulbs, even though, you know, you, you put them in and, and they come up and they're, they're done for the year. They are so stunning when they are up in spring, but they can be interplanted. I went and saw this fabulous photo and of course it was a garden in England and the whole garden bed, which might've been 30 feet long, and five foot wide at the same time that all these forget-me-nots, these tiny blue flowers were blooming up with the tulips, one color, yellow. So you had a whole 30 foot bed of yellow tulips and a base of powder blue little forget-me-nots. It was fabulous. We could do this too. You could interplant. What you wanna know and do or you want to know where you plant your bulbs. Because if you plant your bulbs and then you change that bed out, you'll dig and slice right through a bulb and then that's it. You've ruined it. So you want to um, make sure you know where you have things. Also, um, unless you get a native naturalized tulip, they won't come back every year. You might get them for a couple years, but they're really um, bred to not. So you can keep buying them. Isn't that lovely? It's part of our system here on this planet um but there are there are um tulips that will come back year after year they're not the fancy feather ones and i don't think anyone at this day and age would uh, sell their kingdom for a tulip bulb but they are beautiful and you can buy them and they come back great if not you plant them again so um with other things like the grapes hyacinth and and snowbells and bluebells I, they come back every year for me, so I haven't had a problem. Same with daffodils. Daffodils are, um, they are wonderful, and they're, they're especially wonderful in large quantities. You'll see them kind of dotting the hills, and sometimes people put them in, and they just come back year after year. It's funny that they're not on my list here, but um, they, they would go in now as well. We might be a little bit late, but they're, they're going to go in as well. So, um Bulbs are wonderful. Now's the time to get the spring bulbs in if you want a lovely show. Now, each bulb is a different size. And so, um, depending on what you're planting, like a tulip, which is medium to large, you're going to plant that at a depth of six inches. Okay, it's, it's kind of like three times the size of the bulb. The large allium, seven, eight inches. The Narcissus, six inches. This is all available on Google, by the way. Um, anemones are very shallow. And the freesias that I just put in, also very shallow. Crocus, only two to three inches. That's what I'm talking about, shallow. Um, and the Dutch iris is four inches. So, um, again, if you want to plant these and you're not given too much information on the plant um, package, go on Google because um, there's so many sites, it's unbelievable. So getting back to what I was doing today, and this doesn't have so much to do with bulbs because um, 
I had a lot of transplanting to do. And like I said, I couldn't do it all summer. It was just too difficult to plant in there. And um, this particular bed gets a lot of shade. And I have trees that are over 50 years old in my yard. I have a quarter of an acre and a lot of trees. And over this time, what those trees do is they send out this, it's like a monster. To me, I, I think it's like a monster. They send out this web of roots. And there's big roots too, but this is a web. And if I put a potted plant in a planter area, you know, because it looks really pretty to have a nice pot, eventually what will happen is these roots will come up through the bottom of the hole of the pot and then it'll thicken and it'll close off that hole. And then my plant, which is getting drip irrigated, is going to drown and rot. So if you want to put a pot in your garden, raise it up and raise it up enough so that bugger can't come up because they'll try it just drives me insane because um <laughs> they just do it to everything so what i do is i have a lot of old bricks so i usually put a couple bricks down first and then i'll put the pot on top of that and then i'll run a drip line up through the bottom hole of of the pot and then i'll hang it over the side then i'll put the soil in then i'll plant the plant then i'll put the drip head on that piece of drip uh, hose that quarter inch piece of hose and we're done. So now the plant is uh, has irrigation. It's on the timer clock. And so I can go on holiday when that happens and the plant will get watered. And I also noticed in this bed that um, from multiple plantings over the years, I had too many drips just doing nothing but get, giving, getting everything wet. And um, this is a time where you wanna check your irrigation. I have my irrigation because we have had some rain. I have it down to um, twice a week for 15 minutes. Not not a lot, but enough just to keep things moist. We haven't had rain now for, I don't know, almost two weeks, and there's no rain forecasted for the next week. So you never want to turn off your system completely, even in the dead of winter, because if you do and it freezes and they don't have water, you will kill your plant. There needs to be water. Remember, there's a little bit of insulation in that soil where the roots are, and it needs to be moist, and they will stay alive because the soil will insulate it, but it has to have some water. So don't turn off all your water. But right now, like I said, I have mine coming on two days a week, and I have it for 15 minutes. Um, and, and this is a large, these are my large drip lines. For the smaller areas, like my garden, I have it coming on maybe for three minutes, you know, not very much. And I've got drip uh, laser lines. Because when it's cooler like this, we don't have the evaporation that we normally have in the summer. So the water that's in the soil from the rain a couple weeks ago, it's still moist. It's still in there. So you don't need to overwater, but you do need to do a little bit of water. So um, having said that, I have cleaned out in back of my shed all these leaves that I needed to get away from the fence. Here's the thing. If you have a wood fence, and 99% of us have wood fences, okay, I know some have um, concrete walls or stucco walls or wrought iron, but if you have wood, you have to make sure there's no soil against the base of the wood, no wet leaves, which is what I raked out today, because it'll start rotting the wood. And you know what that costs now, right? To, to run a fence with the cost of wood and labor, it's a lot of money. So you want to preserve your fence. Also, very often I'm driving and I'll see... I'll go by people's fences and there's these halos of white along the base, well, arcs along the base of the fence. And what that is, it's your sprinklers hitting the wood. 
And what it's doing is it's gonna rot it out in double time. So make sure your sprinklers are not hitting the fence. I never put grass right up to a fence. What I'll do is I'll cut in a one foot bed. Even if you don't wanna plant it, put weed barrier down there, put your mow strip down there. I like to use eighth inch steel because it doesn't rot and it doesn't break at the edges and then um, put some nice cobble. Then get your sprinklers going forward, not on the fence. These are the days where we really have to, it's Thanksgiving, right? We have to give thanks for what we have. And not only do we give thanks, but it's important to be sustainable and take care of what we have. If you got water on the fence, it's going to rot. And at some point the fence is going to come down and it's going to cost a lot of money. So this is the time now, before we get into the deep, deep part of winter, to take care of these things that, um, that you always meant to do. Because now you can actually do them. Not too hot not too cold, at least where we're at. I know um, in the East Coast, it's, I just saw a picture from somebody posted in Nova Scotia and Canada, and they're buried under snow, but not us. So, um, so we could get our bulbs in, we could um, address the drip irrigation, if we have too many, if things are working, if any heads have flown off, if the gardeners have broken any. Um, my gardeners have a habit of breaking my um, beautiful pots outside. I could just kill them. Anyway, so I'm going to spend some time gluing those back together again, my really nice ones. But these are the kinds of jobs I love. And this is why I so look forward to fall here in Sacramento, because I can actually work in the garden. So I did that today as well. And I'm going to take the next two days to do it as well before Monday comes and it's work as usual. So I hope this has been helpful. Again, consider planting bulbs. Consider going to the store, uh, your local nursery, and seeing what beautiful varieties they have because you'll put them in, you'll forget about them, and in the spring it'll be just, just this lovely gift. Thank you for joining me. I'm Roberta Walker, a landscape designer in Northern California, as is Michael Glassman, and we've done this, uh, created this podcast just so we could share our information with you, like this and other tips. So please continue to to join in and uh, you can also go to our website if you have questions that's diggingdeep.blueberry.net just drop the e's on blueberry um yeah diggingdeep at blueberry.net just drop the e's in blue and berry <laughs> okay thanks so much and enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend